0: Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about Tisha again. And we're going to be talking about the 955 miles that she put on on that rental car, and I'm going to show you how she did it. And I'm also going to show you how the heck she got to Florida. And after this video, I'll leave a link in the description below and at the end of the video so that you can go see my previous car rental videos. But before I get started, if you are new to the channel and you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. Click the like button if you support this video, and please share this video out where you can. With that being said, let's get into it. Tisha, I'm figuring out your dirty little secret. This monster is so full of hate, so conniving, and so manipulative, that she took Not one, but several opportunities to dispose of Gannon and pick him up and tote him across the country. It's something that not even a horror movie could capture, and you're going to see what I mean. Let's just say I have a pretty good idea where she went in those 955 miles, and no, it wasn't a typo. So let's just recap quickly first. Gannon goes missing on Monday, January the 27th. She leaves that morning with Gannon in her truck and does not return with Gannon in the afternoon. The next day, Tuesday, January the 28th, Tisha rents a vehicle for 28 and a half hours and puts 955 miles on. She returns it the following day, Wednesday, January the 29th. So let's just start on Monday morning. She's seen in the driveway at her home on Mandan Drive, and she's seen with Gannon getting into the red truck, which is owned by Elle. They leave at around 10:15 a.m. And in my driveway video, I do point a few things out, like her backpack she's wearing as she's walking out, but also there's something bouncing in the back of the truck and we weren't sure what it was. Have a look. Now there was a little bit of chatter about a suitcase. And I wasn't going to include this in this video, however, I have since seen that Landon's aunt Veronica had made a statement on Facebook about the suitcase. So I naturally wonder, could that have been what bounced in the back of the truck? And when we look at the video and look at it in slow motion, and take a further peek, it obviously is something bouncing. And when I slowed it down, I wasn't sure, maybe it could have been a suitcase with it opened, it kind of looked like a box. So it's very, very hard because it's not a great quality of video. So I don't wanna say yes or no, but I am gonna put this in here now that we know that Veronica talked about it. Now at the same time, this could have been something different and the suitcase could have been involved the next morning. It's really hard to tell. So Tisha goes to the infamous Petco and then she heads to Douglas County and drops Gannon off. Now she comes home without him after 2.15 p.m. Lena comes home at around 3.15 p.m and Harley comes home about 4.40 p.m., and Harley and Lena allegedly goes to the dollar store after. Tisha calls in Gannon as a runaway by 6.55 p.m., and they are then entered into the state and national databases at 7.32 p.m. Deputies search and arrive on scene at 10.09 p.m. They search the area. So Tisha is now at home with Lena and Harley, and she has all night to think about it so what happens tisha gets up in the morning and landon texts her at 6 30 a.m she asks if she could stay at the house tisha says well ask albert and she also says i'm going to search with the neighbors and we know that's not true only because neighbors were complaining that she wasn't doing any searches So by 8.50 a.m. she rents a car from Budget, and on the witness list it says Avis, but just for those of you who may not know that Avis owns Budget. So she rents a new Kia Rio, and her deal comes with unlimited mileage. Now Al is expected to be at the airport by 12 12 30 p.m. and she doesn't really know what the plan is once he arrives right but she does know she has some traveling to do and for her things are getting real at this point point. and she realizes she has a few little crime scenes going on like the 2x4 piece of wood and Gannon's sock and of course Gannon so she has three hours from 9 to noon so she needs to go retrieve Gannon Remember, at this point, Gannon is regarded as a runaway. And like my previous videos, I've mentioned that she's a distancer. And what did she do? She went to Douglas County, just north of Colorado Springs. But on this morning, she had all kinds of time to think throughout the night. And as we know, she always thinks next step. So she feels like this isn't enough. So off she goes. So I'm going to put the mileage here starting at zero and we're gonna watch the miles rack up. She goes from Colorado Springs Airport at zero miles. And she goes to Douglas County to move him. And just as a side note, I am using the location that I theorized in my last video. So you can check out that video and see my theory. From Colorado Springs Airport to Douglas County is almost 40 miles. It's 39.8 miles. This takes about an hour and five minutes to get there. So she starts at nine, and this would put her just after 10 a.m. Now she needs to go and grab Gannon and bring him back to the car and put him in. Now she's on the clock again. And she has two hours now, just under, to get back to the airport. Now, we know that authorities were searching Douglas County. And we know authorities were searching near their house. But she can't bring Gannon back and pick up Al at the same time. Agreed? Especially if there was a suitcase involved, Al would probably ask, what's with the suitcase? So she needs to find a spot for him and put Gannon aside again and come back for him later. Because she's always thinking, next step. It sounds a little bit crazy, but nothing is too crazy for Tisha at this point. So it takes her all of probably 10 minutes by the time she stops in Douglas County, grabs him, puts him back into the vehicle. And at that point it's around 10:15 a.m. Now I'm going to use the info from what we were given on the searches over near Big Johnson Reservoir. And this is just a theory I'm trying to pull and extract the facts and find out if this is possible nobody says this is exactly what's happened but i'm just trying to piece things together as more things come in i will tighten this timeline and we're doing a working theory let's add 41.3 miles and another hour and six minutes and we got to take Ganon out and now hide him again So now we're sitting at about 11.30, 11.35, possibly even 11.40. Now we're at 81.1 miles so far. Now during this period, social media releases the missing child info at 11 a.m. Now she heads to Colorado Springs Airport, which is 5.1 miles from Big Johnson Reservoir, which is a total of 86.2 miles. And now it's approximately 11:45 45 a.m she makes it and now she has 15 minutes to collect herself so al arrives at the colorado springs airport at around 12 or 12:30, and at this same time the investigations division assumes responsibility for the case and there's a neighborhood canvas initiated by patrol and i believe that's why tisha said she also went door to door but she had to make an excuse for this rental car. So Tisha has to drop Al back at home, right? And it's about 11 minute drive and she adds another 7.4 miles. So now we're at 93.6 total miles. And I'm sure Al's wondering why the heck she has a rental car, but she gives him a bogus story most likely just like she has throughout this whole case. and tells him just like she told the news that she rented the car so Gannon wouldn't see or recognize them and so they can find him and bring him home blah 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 or as she says yada 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 so she drops Al off and now she has to go from the house and go and retrieve Gannon again and here's where her journey really begins so she already put just about 100 miles on her vehicle at this point And along her journey, she's going to have to gas up the vehicle to cover up the 955 miles in total. The question is, does she gas up in town, which would be my guess she did, and maybe even get some jerry cans of fuel just in case she ran out of gas. Maybe. But she's definitely, to cover the 955 miles, she's definitely going to have to fill up somewhere. So maybe she fills up before she leaves town. Now, remember, she's a distancer. And so she had Gannon up in Douglas County, but now she's going to go a completely different way. And here's where it gets interesting, because Gannon is still considered a runaway at this point. It's only been not even 24 hours and no runaway who's 11 years old with a sore foot is going to be found way out of town, not 950 miles worth or even 400 miles worth. So if Tisha is gonna go anywhere and she needs to have her backup of a backup like we always talk about, she's going to eventually go to South Carolina because that's where it's safe. And when I looked at the map, I noticed it goes through Kansas and also goes through Salina, Kansas. And if that sounds familiar to you, that is the little check stop she made for 12 hours after assaulting an officer. But I thought about it and Selena, Kansas, when I look at the map, it does a few things. It goes to South Carolina and it goes to Florida. And I know when I was first looking at Florida from Colorado Springs, there's three different ways you could go. You could go through Kansas, there's another way, and then there's a way through Dallas, Texas. And Selena, Kansas really just sticks out to me. So let's just choose the Kansas way in this video. If she last picked up Gannon at Big Johnson Reservoir, grabs him, puts him in the vehicle again, and then goes to Selena, Kansas, that's 404 miles one way. Which now we're at a total of 497.6 miles. It takes six hours to get there. Let's say she dropped Al off at about one o'clock, 1.30. Says, you go, I'm going to take care of what I need to go searching for Gannon. She would get to Salina, Kansas in and around that area at about 7.30 because it takes six hours. Hold that thought. Now her car holds 11.9 gallons of gas, and if she did mostly highway miles, which I believe she did, then she would hold approximately 440 miles, maybe less, because she did do some in-town driving, but it's based on 37 miles per the gallon for highway driving, in and around. So that would be one full tank there, and one full tank back if she gassed up in colorado and grabbed a jerry can maybe she could make it there on one tank and could make it back on one tank depends on how many jerry cans i don't know how big you can get them in the united states however she could have just gassed up at a little gas station as well she now has to return the vehicle at colorado springs airport but it's still tuesday so she puts Gan in somewhere. She's at Selena, Kansas at 7.30. She turns around, goes back. She has another six-hour drive, which would put her in Colorado Springs at 1.30 a.m., which for her is great because this is the night where she wasn't allowed to go back in her home, and she could have went back to a hotel, And if Harley was even in the hotel, her mom would show up at 1.30 a.m. saying, Oh, I searched everywhere. I'm so tired and goes to sleep. She could have even dropped Al at 1 p.m., bringing her into Kansas at 7 p.m. and turning around getting home at 1 a.m. Just a theory. So then she goes to sleep. She has a nice sleep, knowing that she's done whatever she's done and she's going to get away with it. And no one knows the wiser. So she goes... To bed wakes up a little bit later returns the car by 1 p.m. and now she just put on 915 miles now I do have another theory I'm just not releasing yet because I need to make sure that this information is correct but if this information is correct I have her pegged down to 993.5 miles, so I'm off by one and a half miles of where she put the 995, but I have to be sure, so I'm not going to put this in here yet, but it is still part of what I've been saying, it's just the 915, there's a little bit of mileage missing. So let's just see a little clip for a minute, shall we? Um, I think that a lot of people can see that I'm not missing and see that I am being cooperative. And But to me, it's okay that they think those things because my the way someone thinks about me, I don't have a problem with that. My main thing is I would never want someone to think that I would hurt Gannon or any of the children in our home. Just because you haven't seen us, We have that same goal, we've been out searching, my aunt has been out searching, my family has been out searching, we all have been doing that together so that we could protect each other. I would more so be willing to talk about how the community needs to have faith and continue to work together and not make these false accusations, like the things that have been said that I've disappeared from the community, I haven't been there to help, but there's lots of reasons behind that. Oh, didn't you disappear? No, you're right. You didn't disappear because you knew exactly where you were. So the next day is Wednesday, January 29th. She wakes up in the morning all refreshed from her big drive. And then she goes and returns the vehicle by 1.20pm. Now something to note, you are charged by the day. And she rented it at 9am. Or just before so if she returned it at 9 a.m. she wouldn't have been charged the whole entire next day but she returns it at 1:20 p.m. even though she's charged for an entire full day and could have kept it until Thursday morning at 9 a.m. but she doesn't need it anymore you see because she has to bring it back as quickly as possible so she doesn't get busted and maybe she woke up and had to visit that car wash again So now Thursday January 30th happens and this day it is announced that Gannon is no longer considered a runaway. He is now considered a missing child and endangered. Friday January 31st Tisha decides to do an interview with Spencer Wilson. Remember the one with her back turned? That's because she doesn't want anybody to recognize her for the shenanigans and travel she's about to do to Florida because she's always thinking ahead. Spencer Wilson notes that she's with four other people at this interview off to the side with the vehicles. Harley, two aunts, and a young man. And he says there's also two vehicles, a moving truck and a car. And I also want to read something that was very interesting because Spencer talked about how she cried at the end and they had to do two takes and he said the second one was the epitome of putting on the waterworks. Now something I want to bring up because I believe she's still in town the next day after this interview on Saturday February 1st or possibly she left later that day but for sure for part of this day she was in town and here's why. In the Crime Online statement where they were interviewing Roderick Drayton, which is the neighbor, with the footage. He says the FBI came and recorded the footage, I guess, from Saturday until that whole week. So they know everything she done from that Saturday until that following Saturday. And my take on that is they have her on camera from that Saturday to the Saturday. So they she was seen on camera until that day. That's what makes me think she either left towards Florida on the Sunday or on the Saturday sometime. So on Sunday February 2nd, it's diversion to Florida plan. It's also Super Bowl Sunday. So probably not a lot of traffic on the road. And now it's kind of like choose your own adventure. Because at Salina, Kansas, you can keep going straight across to go to South Carolina, or you can detour to Florida. Which way to go? Now, she did say to Crime Online that she went to South Carolina because she didn't feel safe. You can remember she had the death threats that she said, and people wanted to drive her off the road, etc. And... We, know, we also know she has family in South Carolina, so that would be a good excuse to go there, right? And it wouldn't be odd if she went to South Carolina because she would say, you know, I felt unsafe and I just wanted to go be with my family, in her mind. But she's a distancer and she needs to go to Florida first. And what better place to be at the little juncture where she could either go to South Carolina or go to Florida. So she has them at Selena. So here she goes to Florida. Now, I also want to bring up some of the wording she used in her leaked phone call. And I did do a video on this. And I talked about how she said, I went to go investigate people. And she's talked about friend, ex boyfriend, but I went to go investigate. And I said, where did you want to go investigate where did you go have a listen I went to go investigate these people and I've been doing it adamantly because that's the mode I've been thinking what's interesting in this line well she she tells the caller about how she's been spending the last three weeks focusing on who could have done this and she's ripping anybody apart you know in her past that maybe would have done it. And she said, I went to go investigate these people and I've been doing it adamantly because that's the mode I've been thinking. So where are you going to investigate these people? I went to go investigate these people. That tells me, in my opinion, that she went somewhere, not to investigate the people, but she this is her backing up like, look, This is why I left the state. Because I went to go investigate these people. And if you look at anything and find out the truth, you know that I've went somewhere to to not do something, but to investigate the people. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of what it looks like. She also said, For the past few weeks, I've already thought about who did this. I got past that. She didn't want to bring it up because he's long gone by now, right? So if we look at Colorado Springs to Selena, that's six hours. Picks up Gannon. From Selena to Pensacola is 16 hours. So it's doable. If she did the six hours the first day, maybe that was the Saturday night, goes to sleep, and then Sunday she puts in the 16 hours to Pensacola. That would put her in Pensacola for sure, the 3rd of February, the 4th and the 5th, the three days that the authorities were looking for her. Now on February 3rd, which would be the day she's in Pensacola, CSI and media are back at the Mandan Drive home and it was stated for unknown reasons. We now know more of what they were gathering kind of, but they were there at the home and she was out of town. On February 4th, there was no real talk about searches or anything. It was kind of a quiet day. And on the 5th of February, which is the Wednesday, word has it that she went quiet and people thought that she was arrested because for this duration of the week, she was silent. Well, yeah, you can't really have a phone pinging and seeing where her location is, right? So let's just have a little look at where Ganon was found. And I have two theories because obviously there's two sides of the road. The one theory is heading east and she would have probably done this at nighttime and she would either pull off to the right side and then get out and cross the highway or she would just park in the left side where she has that little spot to park. And then she would take him out and then put him over that edge. The other side that is pretty much where media is showing, that to me had a little bit of a service road type thing and she could pull to the side of there at night get out but then she would have to walk across the highway and at this point she could do anything but she would have to cross that and put him over in there whereas from the top it may be easier access for her where she would just go and put him i will say i'm surprised at where he was found because she's a distancer and she's a hider And I I am a little bit surprised, although she wasn't so much of a hider as the authorities did find the wood and the sock, although she says it flew out the back of her truck. And it's also my understanding in the area people do a lot of fishing. And I've read many statements that this is the I-10 and they and locals say that unless you're local you really don't know about this area or if you're familiar with this area. So it's intriguing in a way as to why she went to the spot she did but maybe she was just driving and it was at nighttime, and she thought yep this is the place I'm going to this is the one opportunity I may have and then did what she did. I would be curious to find out when the construction actually started because it was noted that a construction worker had found him and I was wondering if this is the first day of construction or if that this had been ongoing because that would kind of tell us how long he would have been there if this wasn't there the day before then we know it wasn't her and maybe she had help or if it had been a while and they just started in that area construct- Um, of construction and they just found them. So if you possibly could have seen Tisha from February 3rd to February 5th, you are asked to please call authorities, no matter how small the detail could be or how big, obviously. There's still a lot of work to do and the authorities need all the help they can with credible tips so all she has to do now is go from south carolina to myrtle beach which is a 10 hour drive now she does her phone call on february 16th the question is i wonder where she did that leaked phone call and also She had posted some stuff on Facebook that she was in Daytona on February 16th, but she also said her Facebook was hacked that day. So I'm wondering if that was a load of you know what, or if that was a backup to say that she was in Florida. And that at that point would have been still nine days after she was seen in Pensacola, or they have some evidence that she was in Pensacola. And the Daytona 500 was on February 16th as well. So, hmm, I wonder what time that call was actually made. Tisha was then arrested on March the 2nd in Myrtle Beach. I said this before that it is not going to be good what we find out. And little by little, the onion is peeling. And we are seeing just how horrific this is. Not only she had the anger and hate inside her to do what she did, but then she goes and takes him and drops him off and picks him up and drops him off and picks him up across the entire country. And math is math. And now we have somewhat of a working theory Of how she could have put 955 miles on that vehicle and then she goes back home she plays nicey-nicey with everybody so to speak where she's backing up a backup of a backup and spewing her garbage because a week later is when she started peppering the media of with the crime online interviews and watching YouTubers and responding to them and watching my video and responding to my comments. And she was making it look like she had the answers to everything and it was all Landon's fault. Well, guess what Tisha? I'm finding out your secret and I'm sharing it with the entire world. And now if anybody else out there even thinks to do this to another human being, maybe they will think twice. Let's have a chit-chat below and talk about this. What are some questions that pop up about this? I know there's a lot. This has been something that I can't stop thinking about because I know she left the city and the state and put those miles on. It wasn't an error. The other thing is, Remember she said when she was first arrested, she said to the judge, I wasn't running, because she was backing up that she was in South Carolina just visiting because she was getting death threats. Right? I wasn't running. Let's have a chit chat. Please subscribe if you haven't done so. Click the like button and click the share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon